Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Safe Space Radio, formerly Art Star Seed Radio. It's still Art Star Seed Radio. It's still Art Star Seed Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess you could hear that. My boyfriend's back, and there's going to be trouble. I'm not going to be trouble. I'm a, I just, I'm going to part the seas. We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Calvin is with us as well. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy to be here as always. Thank you, Calvin, for like doing. I I wish I could have listened to it, and I'm gonna listen to all the shows that you guys did. But I I heard they went great, and I heard you guys like. I, I'm really happy that um, like you guys clicked like so well. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, they were they were fantastic. I I couldn't have couldn't have asked for better shows, and just really thought provoking on a number of levels, and um meaningful for me personally so something i think about like you're a dj right normally in your show yep i i just dj i don't really talk too much about anything i think like the djs i know are some of the most thoughtful people and that's why they're able to like um like fill a room and keep the room there and like know the room because it's really like a psychology thing but um we never listen to them (laughs) you know like like i i listen to them because i'm friends with them but like we never like they rarely get on the mic, you know, and things like that. Um, for for music DJs, we're um, we're not we're not there to uh, talk about our thoughts. We're there to play music and talk about the music. It's it's all about the music. It's not so much about our personal thoughts, though. There have been uh, well, most of June were about my personal thoughts on everything uh, for on my show because I had to talk about it. I just couldn't let the situation happen and me not express how I was feeling because I was feeling so many things at that point. I truly believe that like, um, God is the DJ is the DJ. Like, like the God in the room is always the DJ. And, um, I think that's the thing about a God, like we don't hear them, but when we, like the music is sort of paused right now in New York city because like with outdoor dining, like there's no real music playing. Like there, like there's no like venues, all the venues are going to shut down because you know, Cuomo won't let, let them sell drinks without food. Um, and maybe a bar has like access to a kitchen, but like all the music venues are going to shut down. He's shutting down music. He's a fucking little shit. I'm going to, you know, j- Democrats can be fucking shithead shit too. too. Um, you know, Sometimes, the opinions expressed on a safe space radio are not necessarily the opinions of Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that um, we, when we, we, we had Tom on, right? And he agreed that Cuomo is a little shit. It was you. It's not, the opinions I express are not necessarily the opinions of Arch Starcy. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cuomo, you just like want to fuck. I, you know, I don't think Well, I've you, already said that. I, and I, I think you haven't been affected by Cuomo's, but like, but like we are going to like lose all music venues. We are going to lose all strip clubs. My strip club was where I learned that I have value and that I like my strip club. He is um like 
pay like he's paying the girls wet during this pandemic my strip club is like where i learned that i have worth and that i should go back to school and i shouldn't like be a masseuse for the rest of my life because like i'm gonna be forced into sex work and like strip clubs are not a place that should be um you know the, those girls can't get pandemic insurance like because they if anything you did that was sexually sexual you can't like even if you paid taxes you can't get pandemic insurance um that is like Cuomo, like, who just said that they can't get unemployment, that they, like, I'm not sure about pandemic insurance, actually, that's federal. I know Cuomo specifically is cutting off sex workers from any help. And so, like, he might be a Democrat, but he's a fucking shady guy. He's very, you, cons- like, very conservative in his, uh, in his, a lot of his views and a lot, and a lot of his actions. Yeah. And like it's like Trump is almost less fucking hateful about sex workers. And like I understand why some people who are. Well, that's because Trump uses sex workers. I was just going to say. (laughs) I'm sure Cuomo uses sex workers too. He's all about the masks, but there's pictures all over of him going to different countries, flying all around, not wearing masks. Um, It's shady, shady. What he doesn't, he's above it because, like, like he he's too important to wear a mask. Ooh. Cuomo, there are pictures of him, like, going to other countries and not, like, walking the streets not wearing masks. Yeah. He's all fucking, like, it's okay for, like, he requires other people to wear masks. He doesn't, doesn't actually care about, like, he, like, about his effect on people. Like, he's exempt from his hair looks great. He's going to the hairdresser. You know, he's telling people like there's a, there's a reality in Trump saying people can go to the hairdresser because some people like can't get an online job because they literally just can't cut their hair on, and they lost their job and they need to fucking like cut their hair for an interview. Like I was concerned. I was like, how can I like literally like what if I do have to get a job and I fucking cut, fuck up my hair like I did that one time and I had to fucking wear wigs at the strip club. That was terrible. Um, I fucking cut my bangs like up to my fucking it was really terrible. Um, like some people can't cut their own hair. Like it's not like fair to say like, oh, like there, there's a reality in the things people are complaining about. It's because like they like they need the restaurants to reopen so they can get back to work. They need the hair like dressers to go get back. Like a lot of people of color are hairdressers, like for both white and black people. Like I trust a black person with my hair more than I trust a white person um, or a gay person. They're, they know they know hair, too. Um, yeah. I mean, people like cis people, cis white people, they don't know hair. Their style is atrocious. Cis white. <laughs> Okay, not not everyone. I'm sorry. I have a lot of cis cis white friends. That's rude, but I don't hang out with people who have bad clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just think like there's like reasons people support Trump, and it's not because they're racist. It's because like Trump like actually has gotten more like under Trump, more black people have gotten jobs and more have gotten out of prison, and like. Some like I had a lot of people at the strip club who are immigrants and black people who like were Trump supporters. They were like the number one Trump supporters because they were the most affected by like illegal immigrants working. They were the most like affected by. So they don't care if he says racist shit like they understand like it's just comedy for them. They're like, no, because he's actually supporting me as a like on the books immigrant. It was was interesting. Earlier this week, uh, Lucas came over to my place for dinner 
and uh, dinner with my with mom, and uh, Lucas said, "I just don't understand it. Why are there so many Trump supporters?" And my mother said, in just a very calm, matter-of-fact way, she goes, "Well, a lot of people in America are racists." I don't think that Trump should be in power, but I think the Democratic Party is failing us so much that that is why Trump is in power. I don't think it's that everybody is racist because he's winning states like he's winning Detroit. Like he's winning like he, like Michigan was like the last state that like they they have way more people of color than they have white people. And like like Hillary didn't even go to Michigan out of all the states. She had to go to Michigan and tell them what she's going to do about that fucking water. Trump went. He was like, we're going to make America great again. And maybe he didn't have any plan. And he obviously hasn't done it. But at least he, he lied to them and told him he was going to do it. Like, Hillary didn't even bother to lie to them. I mean, Hillary, there's pictures of black kids hugging her. And she's scared of them. Children. Little children. Like, Trump, like, Trump has a lot of black people as his supporters. And we, like, have to listen to what they their grievances are to be, get them back to the Democratic Party. Because we're not, like, we are not servicing them. I, like, somebody who's on SSI, like, I was like, why do you like Trump? And all the black girls in, in my, like, it's, like, I go to a pros program. Um, so it's mostly people of color, but it's um, white people, too. Just, like, people on SSI, mostly. But it's for people with serious mental illnesses to help them get, like, better jobs. And we have a politics class. And this we only have one Trump supporter. And he, like... Everybody yelled at him, but I was like, why do you like him? And he was like, well, because um, he actually helps, like, um, guarantee, like, SSI more than, um, like, Hillary, which is true. But um, I was, then I explained to him, like, um, Bernie, he's, and he didn't know about Bernie's stance. And so I turned a Trump supporter into a Bernie, like, in five minutes. People just, like, attack Trump supporters instead of listening to their grievances with the Democratic Party. That's not working, clearly. Do you, like, feel that at all? Well, I, I want to back up a little bit. I don't think that Trump has very much support in the black community at all. No, I I met, what I'm trying to say is you don't, you live in a one world. You live in a liberal world. I have one feet on both because like I meet a lot of Trump supporters as a sex worker. Those are my major clients and I learn from them why they like, like him. Um, and a lot of them are not white people. A lot of them are immigrants. Like a lot of the people who can actually afford to pay sex workers have grievances with the democratic party because it doesn't like it, doesn't protect immigrants or people of color who like are like really like either you like working with the system well or like working well like working well with their job like it like the democratic party is like a delusional thing where like they're saying like even rich people will get like th like services they don't need all that does is take away services they the budget for people who do need it like, it, it, because we had to give give pandemic insurance to people who minim, the minimum like the minimum wage is very high for them because they pay two hundred dollars for their mortgage and everybody got six hundred dollars. Then the states like us, where people have a twenty five hundred dollar rent, are going to be homeless. Like we like everything can't be fair. It has to be fair for your living situation. And the Democratic Party like fails to recognize that. Like, 
New York has free college, but it's only for people who make like under $70,000 a year. Like that's, um, that actually helps the people of color more than it helps, um, like more than it helps like these little right, rich, rich white kids who like don't need free college. Does that make sense? I'm not saying I'm not a Democrat. I'm just saying the Democrat party is fucking up and there's a reason people hate them. And like, I've talked to a lot of the people who don't care that he's being a racist because they're like, who it's comedy to get the fucking poor white people. The poor white people shouldn't be on Trump's side, but like, he's just like doing comedy to get everybody on his side. But like people who are like minimum wage, who like can't afford to live, even though they work 40 hours a week, like Trump, because Trump wants people who work 40 hours a week to, to be supported and people who have true disabilities to be supported. The Democrats want everybody to not have to work in a magical world. But that like, that's not, we can't, we can't, do that we are not a rich enough nation to support everybody i just don't i'm just not following you completely i don't think the democratic party wants people to not be working i, I just don't know where well, my that's coming from maybe it's not your generation but my de- okay. generation has mad magical thinking like the the vast majority of my generation has magical thinking um and they if they don't understand that like like when I've done the numbers for Bernie's budget, it it's he's like not done the math right. Like he's like or he's not accounting for people who like like people who have already gone to school. He's only accounting for people who are going to school, which is unfair to the generations who have graduated in like throughout the 2008 like um, like like crisis of the downfall of all jobs and now being affected 10 years later by um, the pandemic like he's gonna help a generation that might not need it and not and leave a whole generation to like like go out of how like that's not those numbers aren't right like but I'm not a Trump supporter I I'm not I mean I'm trans he's trying to make like me be able to be like dead on the fucking table. But the one thing I have to say about that is maybe people should be allowed to be allowed to decide if they want to operate on me, because then if they say they're not operating on trans people, I don't go to a hospital where people are going to like kill me because they don't actually agree with me. If you force everyone to operate on a trans person, they might kill somebody on purpose. Like you can't force the Catholic Church to like trans people because they don't like trans people. You know, like, um, if like That's if a, a if a, ca- a Catholic orphanage doesn't want to adopt to fucking gay people, then like, fine, because like they, like, they wouldn't like be good to those parents anyway. They might like call child services on them like, later. They might like they might sabotage it. Like, people should be allowed to say like this is not our belief because I would like to know if people don't like trans people before I go to. Um, fucking get care there does that make yep. sense like Absolutely. I, wow. I asked the director of Renfrew straight out like what his stance on trans people was and well the problem is like he has a good stance on it but he doesn't understand the realities of actually caring for them and like he has a good stance on black people but then he like tells people of color that they're acting racist as a white person and like he 
doesn't know how to care for people who have black anger, but like he does know how to care for people who have white anger. Um, and like similar with like poor anger or people, there's an inaccessibility to um, treatment if you can't like afford all the like meals that like maybe are more expensive than the food you would just normally pick. Like it shouldn't be like the pandemic is making it like treatment for like um, people on, with eating disorders inaccessible. And like, that's not okay. Like people should be able to say like, I can't afford all those very different foods. Like, uh, but I can't afford this. Like, and it meets my meal plan because like it, we used to like get our meals paid for. So it didn't matter. Like, but now they're telling us what to eat. Maybe like fish and meat, like, and tofu is more expensive than beans. And like, all I can afford is beans, but they don't put beans on the list, but beans has the same amount of protein. Um, like that's, and I'm not saying nobody's willing to talk about it, but I'm just saying like, they're not, they haven't changed yet, but it's not like, their fault like they, they just like put this like virtual stuff together really quickly so your your experience uh, i already know uh as a trans person at renfrew was differently was different than before but, but i know that they treated this trans kid whose parent advocated for them very well much different um and like they, for me they treated me poorly because i like have also have like severe mental illness but i had it when i was a girl too and like it didn't scare them coming from a woman but like it scared them coming from a man um but they also treated the guy who like he was in a car accident and he has cognitive disability now or maybe he was born with it i didn't ask because that's rude but he has cognitive disability they treated they were like the staff was like laughing about him but like it's problematic to fire all the staff doing that because it's that would fire like the black staff that haven't gone to a school like nyu you know, because they like have less experience with people who um, like they have less experience like treating the cognitive disabilities and the severely mental ill because like they send those people in the black community to white people like they just like it's they get more services. So like you to, it would be problematic to like fire all the people who are educated because they went to like a, a like a street school like the people who were problematic are were unfortunately all people of color and i know it didn't come from a place of hate it came from a place of like not being educated um like one of the black staff he asked if a girl was pregnant like you learn in like white fancy school that you can never ask if somebody's pregnant like because for a varied reasons like they might not be like she wasn't or they might have just had a miscarriage and you still are showing you learn all these things in like white like white fucking tooth well, i'm not saying we just have white people at nyu but it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. so the black people we had had like privilege so that's like what we're really talking about is like we shouldn't be firing the poor black people who didn't get to learn these we but we should be educating them and like I don't see Renfrew educating them, but I also know that they have like budget cuts because nobody's going to treatment right now. So um, I feel like it needs to be done like 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 the funding needs to be come from like a grant or something. Like okay. um, we we can get back to that. I want to speak for a moment on uh, 
on uh, the current protests going on right now, I read something about an organization that's uh, youth-led uh, in Staten Island, and they they there was a there was a big there was a big march, and it was led by Al Sharpton, a couple of other people, and then there are some young people that were kind of feeling, you know, I feel like, and this is not coming from me. Uh, I'm open to the idea. They said, I feel like Al Sharpton was just there for the cameras and that we, you know, that there's so much more to do. Um, and so they, 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 they are, they are, they are their own leaders now. They, they're like, we don't need the old school people. Can I piggyback, um, piggyback on that? Like people are being really crit- critical of de Blasio painting like Black Lives Matters everywhere, but not actually helping. You know, like you mm-hmm. like it's not good to just like show your support and then not do anything about it if you're in a position of power. And that unfortunately is what a lot of people in power have been doing. Yeah, I mean, that's what why I'm like mad angry at Renfrew is like they just keep saying that they support black people, but then they're not actually taking the steps. But that's OK. Like it like, yeah, uh, I unfortunately, like, I think white people have to fucking fix it in, because, like, we shouldn't risk black people's jobs to wed- educate the right white people. Mm-hmm. Because they, what if people get mad? Yep. And just getting back to this for, for a minute, it's not I don't feel critical of the old guard at all. I feel very, very thankful for everyone who's come before. Uh, we dedicated all of last week's episode and a good deal of the week before to Representative John Lewis. Who totally. Totally was all about nonviolence and and also but also getting into good trouble. Um, letting yourself get arrested, uh, letting things happen that might be extremely unpleasant or even life-threatening Trump for causes that go. you believe in. No, you know he, did that? Not, he did not. Clinton went, Bush went, and Obama went to the funeral. You know who did go also? I don't think Biden went. And Obama's eulogy was beautiful. Absolutely But Biden beautiful. go either. So, like, so neither of our representatives, like, that, I mean, are, are, like, the people we're voting for went. So that's problematic because it shows that the Democratic Party is also not in support of the biggest, like, change maker that we have seen in a long time. Like, neither party. All right. I just, I, I'd want to focus on this for a second and get this, this point across. What I'm seeing now on the streets in my neighborhood uh, and what I'm reading about in other areas is, and, and seeing for myself, is I'm seeing this protest movement being led by young people and being led extraordinarily well by young people. That, uh, that when I see the, the, the bicycles come in to stop traffic and other, you know, how it's being done so safely, how I see absolutely no, I see a lot of anger, but I see no violence. I see that generation. They're I, geniuses. Like, I'm, think of I'm the hearing, TikTok thing they did. Talk about the TikTok thing they did. And I'm hearing, you know, a new, new. I'm hearing music come out of it too. Uh, the the protest that that we that we played the just two minutes of beginning at the opening of last week's episode. I listened to that, and it is not just a protest. It's it's very much a work of art. Very much a work of art. How, how music was and drums were brought into it and horns were brought into it. It was 
really amazing. I think and, people really make a lot of fun of that generation because they like learn. They spent their whole lives on the internet, but I think that they are actually more like knowledgeable than us because they they've had like all of the information at their fingertips their whole life. Can you talk about the TikTok thing with? with um, go ahead. Well, um, I I feel like I'm you read sure more articles. Is. They like. Like his rally, Trump's rally was all bought oh, out yeah. by TikTok. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Do you know what today's news is? He banned TikTok. I'm sure they'll get it back, but like it's like it, the the site is taken down today because of Trump. Yeah. So so that actually did happen. Yeah, like he tried to ban Twitter, and they didn't. They had more like lawyers probably, but TikTok's kind of new, so they he actually succeeded at banning TikTok. But yeah. I'm sure like they'll get. Like they're, it will come back. But unfortunately, like Facebook started a new platform, jumped on the like opportunity to start this like a platform that like mirrors it. And Facebook is more like, um, like they are in the fucking like pocket of the fucking government. I don't like like that they can't own all the social media. That's bad. This is a country that, that likes monopolies, though. So. So, yeah, so, I mean, take, so Facebook who, would take it down if you tried to plan something against Trump. Like, Facebook um, has, like, um, checks and balances for, like, you, it's not freedom of speech. They, they take down something that, like, would try to, um, like, sabotage, like, something. Um, because they, like, have, have an agreement with the government. So TikTok is really important because they have didn't have any agreements. Um, and... The government's sort of banning freedom of speech right now. It's really bad. So yeah, it was it was thousands and thousands of of teenagers on TikTok that that uh, reserved spots for a Trump rally with absolutely no intent of ever showing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's really problematic that it got banned over it, and like uh, that a lot of websites that let like sex workers um work got all banned like and now sex workers have gone back to pimps like that's not good um you should be able to take the risk of um advertising yourself online like well i mean it should it should it should be legal it should I've no, been advocating it, for the legalization of prostitution it's decriminalization. for years. It's decriminalization. Like, um, the sex workers do not want it to be legal. They want it to be decriminalized. Um, that's like the entire movement. Like everybody is in favor, like from every state of decriminalization. Legalization actually like, puts them more at risk because of, um, I think it like also sort of puts it in the hands of pimps and stuff like that. It makes it like that white men would really like take over the business in the way they have strip clubs. Um, like, and like people who can afford to like sell them decriminalization would keep it, keep girls like being able to, um, sort of work without, um, without being like, you know, if they like, um, see somebody sex trafficked they used to be the ones who like were the number one reporters but now that they've like criminalized it so much they like can't uh, they can't report some like a child being sex trafficked without getting in a lot of severe trouble themselves and like it's not noticed as much anymore because there's no like we used to have groups all together and facebook and 
like Backpage and all these people wouldn't, they wouldn't get in trouble for allowing us to speak amongst each other and to say like, this guy is using like underage, this guy's a pimp. Like we, we had like vast networks of people who we banned like men all over the internet. And you knew if like you were safe with somebody or not. And now we like are unsafe in our industry. Um, and like that's all it's done is like cause more sex trafficking. And it doesn't like, it doesn't decrease it. Um, but like they use it under the guise that um, like we're like people are using the internet to sex traffic. Um, and like, that's like the internet is how you, we communicated with each other to stop sex traffickers. Like most sex traffickers were stopped because of like sex workers that were doing it legally. That like the, the people who like hire them will never, will never report. Like they're never like the actual sex workers are the like only people who reported. And so there's been less reporting of sex traffickers because of this, but like they are. And they also think like, it's really a way to like, it was a, the first way to start taking away our freedom of speech on the internet. Um, because like, they'll do it to the people that are like, will like, are least rallied for. So sex workers are like least supported um, industry in America. So, but it's like one by one, like they'll start like tearing down freedom of speech for other things, like saying that like drug addicts work at a bar. So you can't advertise bars anymore in line. And like, that's like a lot of people are skeptical about why, um, you know, Cuomo's allowing, like he is allowing, music venues to fail they're the only ones that don't have kitchens because all the like little bars that irish bars they all have kitchens they can sell food like the the music industries are going to be completely owned by barclays and it already basically is because barclays owns webster hall it owns bowery presents almost everything in the downtown area is run out of bowery presents like it now is going to be a full monopoly and like like that is like like Cuomo has literally ruined small business, but he's only ruined it for the music industry. So it like, he's like the, the democratic party is helping places like Barkley survive in a way that even the like Republicans would never do. You are listening. It's the halfway point. I got to do this. You're listening to a safe space radio on radio free Brooklyn. If you, uh, uh, radio free Brooklyn, we have just such diverse programming we're on 24 hours. Uh, this show, I can say, from the from the in the pandemic, we are just one rerun. We have been giving you uh, new material every week, sometimes pre-record, but mostly live. And a lot of people are doing a lot of good work here at Radio Free Brooklyn. However, the station did take a big hit. Uh, we were not able to rent out our studio for podcasts, which is a, a, a good amount of our income. There are a lot of things we weren't able to do, and we would we are asking you to help. We're asking for your support, uh, and we we would appreciate it. Anything you have cool. to spare, you can give a one-time donation. You can give monthly donations. You go to radiofreebrooklyn.com/support. It's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash support. And your donation is uh, is tax deductible. You'd write Can it I off. say something on that? It's tax deductible. This is a perfect example of Cuomo not helping, like, independent forms of media. Because he sent money to the, like, stations that don't need it. To all, like, but... 
Archer scene is less con- I mean not Archer scene. Um Radio Free Brooklyn is less like controlled. So they like it's a perfect example of shutting down everybody's freedom of fucking speech. We should like the government should have fucking came in and helped our like Radio Free Brooklyn because Radio Free Brooklyn is valuable and like is like like something that like gives New York uh, like importance. It's talked about all over the world in magazines about like how it's media that is real and not censored and they're going to shut that down. They're going to like they should be giving assistance to who needs it, not to um, the biggest companies. Why are they not helping Radio... I mean, sorry, I keep saying Radio Free Brooklyn. Why are they not helping Radio Free Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't even know if we've if we've asked for government no, help. Do you know anything they, about he's that? Not, he's, he's a, like, Tom is very smart. He's obviously asked for all of the government's help. Like, he's very smart. Tom has applied for every last, I'm sure, um, bit of help he can. Like, if, he, if he's put up Facebook fundraisers, that's the last thing you put up when nobody else will help you. Like, he's definitely applied. Um, He has been shot down. Hold on, go ahead. very difficult to come by for a station like this. It's a a non-profit, independent, and... Excuse me. There there are, unfortunately, not a lot of government grants for, like, independent media or, like, really for media in general. And so that's the one thing that we're really struggling on. They're, they're like, it's, they are trying to shut down every, like, station that doesn't have its hands in, like, the government. That isn't helping the government set, like, send out propaganda. And that is why the small music industries are being, like, music venues are being shut down. Because they can censor the music, the bands that are allowed to play. That is atrocious. Like, the... Cuomo shutting down like bars that don't have food is literally a way to censor music. And like it's already like been talked about a lot that Barclays has the racket. Like if Barclays doesn't approve your band, you can't work in New York anymore. And now like the few venues that weren't a part of Barclays are shut like have been shut down or are going to. I don't think this is a war on music, Lucas. I think it's a that, war on well, independent music. Uh I, I don't think so. I think that I think that look, we went from the from the very worst place in in the United States with the coronavirus to now uh, having four people pass away. I mean, not to make less light of of those deaths, but you know, we've come from 800 a day. Now it's four a day, and and it's the because the only bars and, he is like saying no to are bars without food. He doesn't care if it's a fucking wings, if it's but you can't like put a kitchen in like a music venue. Yeah, you right. Can't but do that. every single every single bar and restaurant had to close. Now it's not Cuomo's fault that some no, of those bars, all those bars that have some of those bars food didn't have food. Have Music venues are the only ones without food. Think about it. Every fucking bar that doesn't have music has food. Yeah, but they all had to close. So there was no... No, it was, that it was, was back then when they were still getting fucking funds from the government. But now that they reopened, he closed the ones that don't sell food. But the other ones are still like able to sell just as many drinks and have just as many people crowding around. It's not about the coronavirus. It's about like shutting down the venues that are not... Like, like, 
he's giving aid to the Barclays. Barclays doesn't fucking need aid. They're a fucking bake. Yeah, I mean, we are we are heading towards, if you've seen the film Idiocracy, I know you have, Lucas, but we are yep. heading in that direction. In a certain sense, look at all of the small restaurants that had to close. And then you have, you know, McDonald's, Carl's Jr. The federal government and has done a lot me. for me than, and, a lot more for me than fucking, than fucking, um, like Cuomo House, I have to say. In this I have not seen one franchise of of uh, I'm saying I haven't seen. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I have not seen one franchise of a major fast food uh, outlet closed. Not one. They but got because they got insurance from Cuomo. Hold, hold on, go ahead, Calvin. A lot of a lot of those places ended up getting uh, getting um, financial aid from what was supposed to be the uh, for um, small businesses. The uh, that whole um, small business loan situation. I can't even I can't even count how many large corporations ended up just leeching off of that and left so many small businesses with no chance of getting in on that. I have a friend that lost two of his bars because large corporations basically stole that money from him. And did he play music at those bars? Like did he let fans be at those bars? Uh those those actually were not music venues. Those were those are just uh, those are just bars. Or, but um, there was no food, right? I believe one, no. At least one of them sold food. Okay, uh, food. so he one just had to had close kitchen. before the reopen, basically. Yeah. He yeah. Ended up losing some. So I mean, money it's. That... I feel really bad for bar owners because, like. The you know the last oh, like real speakeasy that um survived like like the entire time where the prohibition and they by um dumping out all the alcohol every time the cops would come so that's how they like survived they just closed the government wouldn't help them that's like a historical site that should be open that should like we the need to really like, think about what we're closing down Are you talking about the one in Lower East Side um. The article I said said, I think, East Village, but I think they always, like, you know, say, like, East Village is when it's Lower East Side sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, they change. Like, articles just, like, find It depends weird. on the writer. Yeah, like, a lot of people think what's the East Village is, like, if it's a new kid in town, he doesn't know where, like, where the, where it divi- is divided. Gotcha. Like, kids who came here, like, um... After they're 25, they don't really understand, like, like they think Williamsburg is all the way out, like, six stops into fucking um, Brooklyn. And I'm like, that's not Williamsburg. Williamsburg is, like, Bedford. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so you asked me to put this in the notes, Lucas, so I did. It says... Uh, Zoom call fire. Oh, yeah. So, um, so like, one of my therapists pissed me off. And instead of, like, advocating for myself, I showed her I was upset by starting a fire on the Zoom call. Like, oh, well. I'm a fucking asshole. But they didn't kick me out for that, so... I'm on a behavioral contract. Well, I'm not th- going there right now, but I'm going to go back. So what did you set on fire? 
and where? It was. A, I considered it art. I was just doing like the edges of a paper, but like on my bed, so it's a little dangerous. A little bit. <laughs> just, just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> Will we not be doing that anymore? No. Yeah. I'm. Um, well, I'm actually not going to run for right now, but it's not. They didn't. It's. It's a, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go back when things are more stable. I understand why they had their issues with me, but I don't. Um, I don't think they understand like how to care for people that aren't like white, sort of privileged meek and quiet they actually like in the pamphlet say that like anorexics are like always shy and like um quiet and i was like oh that's not my sort of anorexia i'm like a siren <laughs> you are not shy no, uh so no. unfortunately another unfortunate thing is uh lucas has to move at the end of the month and was very 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 upset yesterday last night was on the phone with me it was actually an extremely difficult phone call to take because he was li literally it's okay we're partners we we've got to be there for each other and he's saying I, I need help please help please help please help and it was something that at that moment there wasn't really anything I could think of that I could do that I could be helpful I, at. I, just I felt like, I felt like yeah, I felt like uh, the way, best way I can help is to listen, not to offer bullshit fucking fucking solutions to something that, that I don't have a solution to right away. So anyway, then today uh, he's he's seeing that one good thing, maybe you could call it that, about this pandemic is that it is a renter's market for people who are looking to move. Whereas, like, before the pandemic, you had to make, like, 400 times their, your rent, then now they want the first month's rent and the last month's rent and a deposit, and you're going to have to go through a broker, and uh, and you also, you know, all the shit that renters have to go through. Now you can come up to a landlord, and he'll ask, can you pay this month? But that wasn't why I was upset. The problem is that I still have to, I still have bad credit. So, and, like, anyone who has bad credit is, like, excluded from, like, being on a lease. And um, I I don't have bad credit because I, like, paid every anything late. I have bad credit because, like, my ex-wife took a credit card out under my name and didn't tell me about it and charged just $80, but it ruined my credit. Like, and um, they... Chase Bank would not help me with it because, like, they said some really homophobic things to me, actually. Like, it's funny that they always have rainbows up because they're actually, like, like, they, they, um, were very homophobic with my case. Um, and they said, like, they trusted her more because she, like, has, like, she's a reformed gay. Like, she's not gay anymore. They, like, legit said that to me. Like, um... And I did have, like, a lawyer who works at, like, the top law firm um, for queer people, like, want to take on my case. But I didn't want to be, like, the spokesperson for, like, like, you can you imagine, like, the media that would be outside your door if you fucking tried to take down Chase Bank? It would be, like, you have to be, like, ready for that, you know? But it, I, I don't know. Like, I think, like, it. It's very unfair the way we won't let people get apartments if they have like bad credit from a million years ago, like one in, in one little thing that went wrong, like, and like they have a good history of paying their rent every other like every month of their life. I've paid my rent on time. 
I've never paid my rent even a day late. And like, that's not what is looked at. What is looked at is that like, I got like fucked over and a company wouldn't help me. And like, so I asked my mom to like co-sign, but she won't do it. But she has her reasons. Um, she, I think she'll do it if I go to rehab. So that's why I'm going to go to rehab. <laughs> I don't know. I might not go, but gee, I, I feel like, I feel like she doesn't trust me and I need her for something. So I kind of have to play by her rules. Sorry to lay out my whole life on. Um... Well, before the be, <laughs> be, before we started this episode, and I'd like other people to hear this. Um, Lucas said, "Is it okay if I just talk a whole lot during this episode?" And we both said yes. <laughs> I feel bad that you guys. Do you guys want to talk some more now? I feel like I haven't let you guys talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm squeezing stuff in here and there. How about you, Calvin? Calvin, Calvin's been. Um, I feel like not had a chance. What What do you want to talk about? Calvin, I really have a whole lot to uh, talk about this week. I'm, I've just been a, uh, just been kind of on uh, autopilot this week. <laughs> why? Why did you? Were you following work? any of the ceremonies for uh, uh, John Lewis? I couldn't because I would start crying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I do recommend uh, reading Obama's eulogy. I really strongly recommend it. I heard it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It was. It was really beautiful. You might cry, but you know, you might not. <laughs> did Did Bush also speak, or was it who Who also spoke? There were two. Uh, Clinton, Bush, oh. and uh, Obama were there. But one, like either Clinton or um, Bush, spoke. Do you know which one of them? I think Bush, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. Trump makes Bush look so good. That's the thing. Like, we we all thought Bush would be the worst he- like president in history, and like we were wrong. We were so wrong. Trump was Actually, like, I think hold might be. You, you no, know, you go, Calvin. What? No, <laughs> no, I just no, I just uh, just responding to uh, us thinking uh, Bush was going to be the worst president, and then uh, Trump comes along and is like. Hold my beer. Totally. <laughs> I heard yeah. Bush tweeted um, tweeted about like how like everybody thought he would be the worst president, and he's like, "You you almost feel better about me now, or something." I didn't hear that. I I, I heard it. Um, I'm on I'm on the internet a lot more than you. <laughs> I know that. Oh, I did think of something that uh, that we might uh, be able to uh, touch upon for a few minutes. Herman Cain. Yes, go ahead. Herman Cain, former Republican uh, presidential nominee for, I believe it was the uh, 2012 election, uh, passed away this week from the coronavirus. And... It feels oh my god. Like I look at I look at articles about like like regular people who like go on Facebook just like making like bold declarations. I'm not wearing masks, you can't make me, this is a part of my freedom, XYZ and then we see uh Facebook posts uh of them in their deathbed in the hospital. 
I made a mistake. I should have worn a mask X, Y, Z. And this is the exact same thing that happened to Herman Cain. Like, every day, like, we are seeing more and more of these cautionary tales. And you would think a politician would have a bit more sense than that. And it... <clears throat> From what I'm, from what I've been reading, it looks like he may have contracted it during the uh, like Trump the, rally, during the uh, Trump rally in Tulsa. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You know that they were having like a really bad outbreak in that state, and he like didn't change the location or like um, cancel it. Well, this whole I think what you're getting at is the politicizing of mask wearing is just so ridiculous and so insane. You know, any tool. That we have, and and maybe it was because in the beginning, science the the science the leading scientists were saying, "Don't wear masks. It, it it's not going to help, and it might make things worse, uh, because you're going to be touching your face more often and things like that." Well, that's what we knew at that time. Right now, we know something else. You know, that's the way these things work. This 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 is we've never faced anything like this before. So we take our new information and we see how it works. It's like we uh, New York turned this around and we did it because uh, because I because we're doing this because we're wearing masks because we're we're doing the social distancing because we're taking all of these precautions uh, and it works and and now we have these people you know uh, all over. Making it a, a big deal, making a thing where 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 one governor has said you cannot has said we don't want you to make any kind of laws saying a person can or can't wear a mask in in this. Is that Kemp? That's that? ridiculous. Um, who was it? Kemp, from yes. uh, from Georgia. Thank okay. You. Yep. <laughs> I get people wanting to get back to work because if the government isn't like providing enough services for them i get them wanting to get back to work but i do not understand like the mask like thing like people saying they can't breathe that's outrageous that's outrageous um you really can't breathe with a ventilator in but that's okay i mean it's um yeah that's where you're heading the ventilator Mm -hmm. yeah and like you're really putting other people at risk by not wearing a mask so it's very selfish because, like, my mask protects me, they say, and your mask protect. Like, my, my mask protects you, and your mask protects me. Right. It's just an incredible amount of selfishness that... I mean, I knew this, I knew this was a selfish-ass country, but damn. Damn. Like, people, like, people really surprised me on this one. Like, you hear about COVID parties? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wrote to you about this. People will are actually fucking having parties where someone knows that they are, they have the coronavirus, so they're going to throw a coronavirus party, and they're going to put a little betting pool, and the first person who contracts coronavirus from the party wins. The thing is, like, kidding me? The, we know the masks work because the Black Lives Matters people have not, like, they've done research and they have not um, had a higher rate of getting COVID right. and, because the they're Black all Lives wearing Matter masks. They're yeah. all respectful. Everybody, uh, everybody during the Black Lives Matter protests wore masks, and that yeah. did not raise the, um, yeah. raise the rates of uh, contraction of the coronavirus. Yeah, someone was trying to get Dr. Fauci to say that the protests are 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 connected to rises in 
in infections. And he said, you know, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can say that indoor parties are. Yeah. Where people aren't wearing masks and people aren't social distancing. But these outdoor, I'm, I'm not quoting him, but these outdoor events where people are taking precautions. I'm telling you, these protesters uh, so doing a, just a great job. Yes. Great job. Can I mention I, my friend who died really quickly? Because oh, he was, of course. I'm yes. sorry. Go ahead. Um, he was a like a medic um, for the Black Lives Matter, so he was like getting donations and paying himself for masks for anybody who couldn't afford one, and like also like um, just helping anybody who um, helping anybody who like needed medical care. But my mom said maybe he fell because he was just recently like hit um, in the head by one of those um, like bean bags that they shoot, and she was like maybe he was like fell because of that. What happened is her friend uh, on Friday evening, very late, maybe Saturday morning, he fell from the fifth floor of a of a fire escape. Oh my gosh! And uh, and you know died right away. And he was a person that did. He was doing a lot of good work uh, for this particular protest movement and in general in his life. And I'm so sorry you lost your friend that way or yeah, at I'm all. So sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I just I think like. Um, I just hope it wasn't because like um, people like um, are more unsteady after they get hit in the head, even if it's not by bullet. Like they just so I just hope it wasn't because of that. I feel like it's a lesson to be learned and why we shouldn't be shooting people in the head, no matter what. It, it, like we shouldn't be shooting people in the head with like like I don't know. I know it's not. A there's lesson. there's a lot of things we should not be doing. There are a lot of things we should not be doing. We should not be scooping people leaders of this that that trans woman uh one of the leaders was scooped off the street by plainclothes police officers in an unmarked van that could be anyone that could be yeah. anyone right how can you you know you're you 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 it's called the warrant it's, squad it's um, it's yeah and and, and, and then you have the federal in. marshals doing the same thing in portland you know we're this whole thing is about police you need to act right yeah you need the, to act right um, this man who fought in Vietnam, he's like went up to them and he said, like he c committed atrocities in Vietnam because he was following orders and that he like um, is like regrets that and they just pepper sprayed him right in the eyes from this close. There's video of it. Um, he's just screaming like, don't take orders that are wrong. But, you know, this is what is going to propel the movement. This is what is propelling the movement. As The more the police uh, use this ridiculous force and the more the protesters take a nonviolent stance with the more outrage you're going to see from the more people. That's what happened in the civil rights movement. That's what I believe is happening now. I believe it is happening now. Yeah, there's going to be casualties, but... Um, I mean, he was like, Colin was the strongest and most fit guy I know. So it seems weird that he fell off a balcony. But she was like, after people get like fire escape. After I'm mean, sorry, fire escape. But after people get like hit in the head, they have like brain that's damage, which causes a yeah. less steady. That's that's like it's mild, but it's still traumatic brain injury, and that's a very serious thing. So I mean, I think like his death, like. Might have been caused by that. And then I have a conspiracy theory that one of the cops killed him, but like that's too, that's me. <laughs>
I mean, I feel like a lot of the protesters have been suffering very serious injuries, and I um, absolutely, absolutely, and I and what and I like also how there there are some creative solutions to the to the police and federal officers being so out of control. One was the wall of moms that they were doing in Portland. And then and then it was dads with leaf blowers where they took these yes. fucking leaf blowers and they took the tear when so when the te- when the when the protesters were tear gassed, these dads took the leaf blowers and sent it right back at the fucking cops. <laughs> right back at the federal agents. And it worked. I it thought worked. That the was whole fucking genius. clouds were going towards them. Absolutely That's so awesome. You know, keep it up, protesters. Keep it up. Stay creative. Stay nonviolent. Continue. Keep using your minds. Uh, keep Continue using your body. Keep yourself safe the way you've been doing. Do what you have been doing. You're doing a great friggin' job, and I hope that that uh, all of us at a safe space radio, that that our support means something to you. If it does, you have it. You have it. We're for you. We are for you. We are with you. Keep getting into good trouble, <laughs> and, and and people will begin to realize what we're doing as opposed to what they're doing and hopefully one day it'll just click and people will get pissed off to the point where some real change is going to happen and that's really my hope through all this and that that was that was what the civil rights movement was all about the nonviolent movement mm-hmm. like yes we're just we just we just want we just want our due and you're actively going against us and your actions are going to prove this. Uh, actions are going to approve us, and uh, and people are gonna take our side, like are gonna see it and uh, understand our side. And that's and all I can say is just protesters out there, keep doing what you're doing. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, I got some listener feedback from a friend of Lucas's that. That we're we're advocating for the whole defund the police. It's not exact. We're not saying take all the money away from the police. We're saying we need to absolutely restructure the way things are being done. Yes. We not we have to stop giving them money to do menial labor. We have to stop giving them money to do stuff that anybody in the world can do. We have to stop. We have to stop giving them money for an uneducated police department. We want to see a smart police department, and we want to see one that is that that does that are actually people. Officers. We have to take them out of the schools too. They're in ninety percent of schools, and those schools don't have like therapists. That is our time. Thank you, Calvin. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you all for listening. Much love to you.